0: Hello and welcome to Hugenhoff Podcast episode 121. Today we're going to continue doing the Inspired by the God series. Probably going to switch that up and do something different next month or the month after. Um, I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe going back to the Havamar or something. Or maybe continuing that story we were reading when Laura's on. I don't know. But I might be changing things up soon, but I wanted to do Inspired by the God series this time around. Before I get into that, I want to mention that if you have not checked out Steve's book, you should do that. You can find that at Amazon.com. Just search Stephen Oakes or even better, go to the show notes of this page, and there is a link there. Um, it's good. He actually, he's got like a billion books, so read them all. If you want to check out my book, you can do that as well. There's also a link in the show notes. Um, I think that's it. Oh, if you want to check out my website, please feel free to do so. That is Huguenhoff.org. That's H-U-G-I-N-H-O-F.org. And you can subscribe to the RSS feed there so you get the podcast when it comes out at around the first of the month. Okay, now I think that's all the news for real. So let's just jump right into today's topic, which is Inspired by the Gods, and we are going over Scotty. So I talked about Scotty a little bit last time because she was the wife of Njord, which is who we talked about last time. Um, But they had some disagreements because Njord, god of the sea, wanted to live by the sea. And Scotty was used to being in the mountains and she wanted to live by the mountains. So they both tried living in the other people's place but uh, Scotty hated living next to the sea and Yord hated living in the cold mountains so they ended up living separately and things didn't work out so well because of that Uh, so they're very different gods and they have very different um, preferences and yeah they're just they're just very different the idea of the sea and the shore versus the mountains are about as opposite as you can get. So I wanted to talk about, again, inspired by the gods. I wanted to talk about some things about Scotty. Before I jump into that, I will mention she's a goddess of hunting and she's a goddess of skiing. So all of those kind of uh, deal with this idea of winter. Oh, she's also a goddess of winter. With this idea of winter and snow and cold and mountains. Everything about Scotty is very much about the cold and the winter and the mountain. So what does that mean? Um, I think what she really embodies and what I'm going to talk about today is sort of that like harsh beauty that comes especially in the winter and in the mountains. Now I don't live in the mountains I have been to mountains before not not like Mount Everest not that kind of mountains Um, but like the Smoky Mountains which you know they're still mountains but what I'm saying is I have actually never been to the type of mountain that you really or that I really think of especially when I think of Scotty which is like the rocky mountains with very little, very little to no vegetation, you know, that kind of mountain constantly covered in snow or covered in snow. Now, when I went to the Smoky Mountains, I obviously didn't go, I suppose it's not obvious, but I didn't go in the winter time because, well, for one, the driving would have been terrible, and for two, I don't really hike much in the winter. I understand why people do, and part of me wants to, but I'm very bad with cold. I don't like the cold at all so i don't hike in the winter but i feel like the kind of beauty that scotty embodies is the type of beauty you'd have if you did go hiking in the winter in the mountains now first of all i think there's some dangers going hiking in the winter in the mountains there's another reason i wouldn't do it but you know if you know what you're doing or you can find a safe way to do it then it's probably a good experience it's probably one i should do um but, yeah, it's a weird, it's, it's a different kind of beauty. Like, it's really obvious if you're, let's say, camping in the spring because you see green grass everywhere, you see flowers, you see animals. Everything's alive and thriving and well, and you understand the draw to that. And it's warm. Being warm, I think, for most people, is pleasant which, you know, that's why the spring is, or that's why most people like this. No, I shouldn't say that. That's why I like the spring better than the summer because you get those like warm days instead of those hot days. When it gets hot, then that's less fun. You like those warm days when everything's pleasant. But if you're outside in the cold, you're outside on a cold winter day, like it's unpleasant because it's cold. Like there's, you're physically not comfortable. So because of that, sometimes it's hard to appreciate the, beauty that like a harsh environment can have. But I think that a really harsh environment can have a special type of beauty. Like if you're in a place that gets snow, when you go out in the first snow, like that's a really cool experience. But for a very different reason than than why going out on a spring day is a very cool experience. You have that like clean feel, I'll call it, for lack of a better term but yeah it feels very clean you know every maybe it's just because everything's covered with snow and it's bright and it's shiny but there's like a crispness to the air too which just makes everything feel clean is the best way cleaner crisp would be the best way to put it um but yeah i think that's the kind of beauty that Scotty really embodies is that like clean crisp harsh type of beauty And, of course, if we think about the mountains, and if we think about our ancestors and their experience with the mountains, that would be dangerous. Like, you could easily die in the mountains in winter. I mean, you can still die in the mountains in winter, in today's day and age. It doesn't happen very often, but, you know, you have people who are actually climbing mountains. Like, climbing Mount Everest is still a dangerous thing, to do, even today with all the technology we have. So if you think even further back to where we had not quite so much technology, you could see that like that mountain, climbing a mountain or living in the mountains would be something that that was actually relatively dangerous. Um, so, So why would you do it? Why would people be drawn to live into the mountains if it is dangerous? and i think understanding scotty would kind of answer that question i think there's a certain like beauty that you can only get in sort of harsh climates like that there's also a certain amount of pride or respect or self-respect or something like that that comes along with living in a harsh environment Or, or maybe i'm way off on this but i would have a lot of respect for someone who could survive the mountains. It's like that challenge that you're putting up, putting yourself up to. And I feel like that's why people go, still go and climb Mount Everest or scale mountains. Sure, there's an easier way to get to where you're going. You could take a helicopter to the top, but it's... I don't know if you actually could. But you don't scale a mountain because you're trying to get over it. Like, that was probably the case sometimes in the past. You know, early American days, you had to go over the mountains because that's where the frontier was. But I don't think in today's society, people are climbing mountains because they're trying to get to the other side. You know, there's roads through them now. There's still a desire to conquer nature, I guess. I don't really like that word. I don't like the idea. Actually, you know, maybe I'll talk about that. There is mm, there is sometimes the desire to conquer nature in a very antagonistic way. Like, I'm going to beat nature, you know, in the same way that you beat a boss in a video game. Like, I'm going to win against nature. Nature's going to be subservient for me. I'm going to win and nature's going to lose. And I don't think that is probably healthy. And I think that plenty of people climb mountains and go hiking in harsh conditions so they can say they beat nature they're better than nature and they win and nature loses first of all that's not true nature doesn't lose because nature isn't ultimately affected by oh gosh that's going to come out wrong i was going to say nature isn't ultimately affected by what we do that's not entirely true but nature doesn't care if we go hiking or not um Arguably, nature itself doesn't care. It's, it's not something we can beat or have a contest with. Nature doesn't lose out because we go camping. So you didn't really beat nature because nature wasn't playing. So having an antagonistic relationship with nature, which I I, I think is probably a negative thing. So when I said conquer nature, you know, maybe that was a poor choice of words. But it comes from a idea that is still in society more than it should be, that where it's us against nature and we can win and nature can lose. A better way to put it is maybe we want to be able to coexist with nature and exist in nature without all of our technology. We just feel like we're good at surviving because we're able to climb Mount Everest or hike in the woods or whatever and I think that there is really a draw to do that to challenge yourself to be able to survive which is probably healthy Uh, you know it's like any action it could be unhealthy if you're coming from it coming coming at it from a real weird thing like I'm going to beat nature and I'm better than nature and That's not healthy. And even if you're like, I'm better than other humans and everybody is inferior compared to me because I'm the perfect person, that's not healthy. But if you're coming at it from a way like... I want to be able to be my best person, then that's probably healthy. Or I want to see what my ancestors went through on a day-to-day basis to survive. That might be healthy. Or I just want to appreciate the splendor and the power of nature and the danger of nature because if you think nature is safe, then you're probably not fully understanding it. So maybe you want to understand the more dangerous side of nature by exposing yourself to those dangers. That is probably a healthy thing. So any of those ways that you like expose yourself to nature and try to survive, I think could be a healthy thing and a, and a good thing. And at least to some extent, I think Scotty embodies that, this desire that we have to survive. I think everyone wants to be able to survive. Like some people go further than others. Some people, it might be as simple as a camping trip and other people, you know, have food and they I don't know a a lot of people get into the survivalist stuff where they make their own food and they have all these um, packaged foods just in case something happens so they feel secure and they feel safe in case there is some like disaster I'm not sure that's I'm not sure that's actually healthy but the whole like make your own being able to make your own food and make your own shelter and stuff like that I think that's kind of (laughs) cool Um, And the whole idea of like, I'm going to go out, it's just going to be me and I'm going to go out into the wilderness and survive. I think that can be a cool thing because on one hand, it's challenging yourself and I think it's always good to challenge yourself because that's how you know that you can handle things and that's how you grow as a person. Right? You always challenge yourself so you can be a better person. And even if you're just quote-unquote just challenging yourself to survive better in nature. I mean, I could see someone say a lot, make the argument like, why would you do that? When is it ever going to be important for you to be able to survive in nature? You're always going to have a house that you can stay in. It's like, okay, yeah, maybe, but I think that just the ability to be a better person is a goal... That's worth having. And I think we all have that goal. which just might be different things. Because, you know, the person who wants to be able to go backpacking and survive in nature in that way is challenging themselves to do something. But another person who plays video games, they're challenging themselves to do something. And they don't have the illusion that it's going to come in handy at some later point in time, or the person who makes furniture is challenging themselves to do something, or the person who bakes is challenging themselves to do something. Sure, you could go to the store, and it would probably be cheaper in the long, you know, when you get into like fancy baking, there's all these ingredients you need, and you can make the argument like, oh yeah, you're not saving money, you should just buy the store-bought food because it's less work and less money, but that's not the point. The point is you want to be able to do something. And I think that's an important thing. I think that is an important thing and I think that's a healthy thing. So in a very like broad sense something like going camping or showing that you can survive is something that I think is good because it's just you're making yourself a better person. I also think it's a really cool idea to try to go out there and survive just so you can see a more realistic view of nature and see that it is sort of harsh and and untouchable in a lot of ways, which is, you know, probably a good lesson to learn. Um, yeah. So I don't know... I, I, th- I don't know if I have anything else I want to say about that. I just kind of like the idea of going out into those relatively you know a little bit more harsh than normal places and trying to see how you can survive because you know it's going to make you feel better that you're able to survive and again I'm not saying anything crazy I would not suggest anybody go out go backpacking with like no supplies you like just bring in a knife and you forge your own food I have never done that I will never do that and I don't suggest that I don't think it's safe. But the idea you just go backpacking could be kind of fun. And maybe, and I did do this, it's like you bring food because you don't know if you're going to be able to forage your own food. But then you try to forage your own food. And you see how hard it would be to survive if you didn't have things like food. And I tried that and I didn't get nearly enough food to survive on, which is kind of what I suspected. Um, But it was fun nonetheless to see if that was a thing that's even possible and of of course if if you ever do forage for your own food i think that's a neat thing but just make sure you like read some books and if there's anything that you're not 100 sure is safe to eat don't because like you can poison yourself um so yeah research it and bring a guide book or something and if you can't find anything to eat it's no big deal because you've got food with you anyway I think those things are kind of neat to do where you can go into a slightly harsher than normal environment and um, survive because you can feel nice about yourself you're like oh I did I did that thing and that's cool um, I also think that there you know every environment is different every place that you camp or every hike that you take is going to be slightly different and some of the harsher ones like if you went high into the mountains. I think there could be a lot of really beautiful scenes up there which you know I've not seen because I haven't gone high into the mountains before but a hike in the smoky mountains versus a hike in relatively flat areas is different and I want to be clear one's not better than the other. I don't think like and I'm not saying the mountains are better than the ocean. I'm just saying that they're different. And it is good to have both of those experiences. Um, yeah, I'm not saying never go to the beach again because the ocean's dumb. But I am saying also go to the mountains because that's a separate, different experience. So I like the idea that that we can find beauty wherever we go because there is beauty wherever we go and there's a special beauty that you'll come across in harsh climates that you know just doesn't exist in climates that are not that harsh and that's another type of beauty i think is good for people to explore and, and Scotty sort of reminded us that the cold and the mountain isn't just a harsh climate where it's hard to survive but there's a certain like there's a certain harsh beauty there that you're not going to find anything else. There's a reason Scotty didn't want to live by the sea. There's no such thing as the best place to live. And I mean, there's kind of this idea there is, because certainly if you live next to the ocean, you're going to be paying significantly higher property values than if you live somewhere in the Midwest where you don't have beachfront property within miles and miles of you. So we've sort of convinced ourselves that like the beach is better than any other place to live, but I really don't think that's true. I think every place has its own spirit. They've got their they've got their own advantages and disadvantages. Um, So, yeah, I I just think it's a good idea regardless of where you live. If you live in the mountains, then you're experiencing that like mountain beauty all the time. And maybe you could go to the beach to experience that different beauty or a, like, flatter, like a Midwest forest, which feels different than a forest on either of the coasts. Um, But everywhere you go, there is beauty to be found, and it's good sometimes to go out of your comfort zones and see those different places and experience that different beauty and there really is something special about like the harsh cold mountainous beauty like there's just something special about those places uh yeah and i was just thinking about that when i thought about scotty i was thinking about the different cold mountainous places and even the winter the winter's coming up well sort of we're getting closer to fall And then comes winter. And I think I've said here before, I hate winter. I just, I don't like the cold. I don't like, I just don't like it. I don't like being cold. I don't like snow. But I was thinking about Scotty today. And I was like, you know, there are things I like about the winter. There are moments when I'll look out and see the world covered in snow and go outside and have that like, harsh bite when you breathe in because it's so cold out there and yeah in a lot of ways that's not pleasant but in a lot of ways it is and it's hard to describe but it's just like this clean feel that you don't get any other time of year so I'm going to try to make a note I'm going to try to make an effort to enjoy winter this year because you know I think it's important for me to be a little more open-minded and not just say summer bad or winter bad, summer good. It's it's more nuanced than that. So that's what I was thinking about when I was thinking about Scotty today. So those are my thoughts. I'm going to wrap it up here because I'm already starting to ramble. Um, If you enjoyed this, got anything out of it, great. Um, Feel free to check out my website. That is Hugenhoff.org. That's H-U-G-I-N-H-O-F.org. Check out the show notes for books and stuff like that i think there's a D campaign in there as well so there's different things that you can check out in the show notes which are loosely also true related um and sign up for the rss because these come out around the first but oftentimes it'll be a day later a day early so if you have the rss it just pops into your rss reader of choice and you get it as soon as it comes out so thank you everyone so much for listening and i will talk to you next month for hail